Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Okay, uh, exciting stuff. We are doing the Nerdist Podcast live on the road. Uh, we have a bunch of dates. You can go to Nerdist.com slash calendar. But I wanted to announce specifically that on March 2nd, we're coming to Boulder. And we have a guest for that show. It's Phil Plate. You may know as at uh, Bad Astronomer on Twitter. Phil's a great guy, super funny. He's done Wootstocks, um, and we've been pals for, for a couple years now. And he lives in that region, so he's going to come be a guest on our show. So grab those tickets because um, it's a smallish venue, and uh, there are not a lot left. Very similar to uh, San Francisco, uh, Nerdist Podcast at SF Sketchfest on January 28th. We uh, only have a handful of tickets left for that. So thanks to everyone who bought tickets to those. And then the other shows are also filling up. But uh, go to Nerdist.com slash calendar. You can get info and ticket links and all that business. And uh, come see us on the road. It's like you own us temporarily in your town. And then afterwards we'll hug you and... and uh, kiss your face uh well maybe not unless you want us to it's gonna be a big post show makeout session mwah, mwah. pass that over here matt and jonah mwah. thanks for coming to the show mwah. all right i didn't want to scare anyone away with that I, we will not put our mouths on you uh i would like to thank our returning sponsor to the nerdist podcast carbonite your computer is going to die at some point because they're like people, and that's what happens. Sorry to bum me out, but you don't have to be bummed out about it because Carbonite will back up all your files wherever you are, and then when disaster strikes, you have access to them. All you need is an internet connection, so they're automatically backed up. Um, you get anytime, anywhere access. Uh, there's a free smartphone or iPad app that comes along with it, so you can get access to them that way as well. Unlimited backup is $59 a year. That is less than $5 a month. So start your free 15-day trial today at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST and you'll get two free months if you decide to buy it. That's Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST. Thank you to Carbonite for their support. And now uh, this episode of the Nerdist Podcast is uh, a friend of mine named Connie Britton who was in Friday Night Lights and now American Horror Story. When we had Connie on in December, I had not yet seen American Horror Story and then I watched it over the Christmas and New Year's break and it's fucking awesome. So if you get a chance and you haven't watched American Horror Story, 
just download it. I think there's like 12 episodes. Uh, it's really fun, and she's great on it. And so that's it. That's my recommendation. Watch American Horror Story. And now here's the Nerds Podcast with episode number 157 with the awesome and funny and beautiful and cool and talented Connie Britton. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hello. Oh, it's perfect, really. I can't hear anything. Oh my God, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Connie, are you all right? We have to get you to the hospital. You're supposed to be able to hear. Oh, you missed. Ah. There are no other headphones. See there. what I did? I see. So you only have one pair of he- set of headphones and everybody can, else just has you, to yes. not hear? Yeah. You, actually, no, and you're, you're going to have yes. to get closer to that mic oh, microphone. God. Can I lift it up a little higher? Yeah. Yeah. Can you lift me high? I didn't enough? know that there was also a concert element. Yep, that's right. That's Can you fly me over? Fantastic. Yesterday. That's not going to be too much of it. But Can you take me high? Uh, it's still going. <laughs> still going. He's still doing that. Yesterday is just he a memory. Really he hit his head yesterday. Yesterday is just a memory. Yeah, uh, you know why he's doing that? Because he's got the headphones on, and he yeah, sounds he awesome. And I have to, I have headphones. to hold, the, I have to cup the one headphone, yeah, and then like. But do, you sound so good in those headphones. Like uh, you know, uh, do they know it's Christmas Band Aid style? Oh yes, like, gotta yes, do that. Totally. That's I never sweet. got the point of that. They they know it's Christmas, right? Yes, they know it's Christmas. Well, and, and, and you know, and if they don't know, they don't care. Right? Uh, that really always confused me. <laughs> Seriously, it confused me so much. And it confuses me more now as an adult. So are you saying in Africa they might not know if it's a Christian slash Druid holiday? So we should send them calendars. <laughs> That's what so, I got from that. We right, need to send them right. calendars. Wait a minute, guys. Or we're calling them dumb. Wait a minute. If they don't know it's Christmas, they might also not know it's Arbor Day. <laughs> we have to let them know. Or Boxing Day. We have to let them know about Boxing Day. They're huge fans of Boxing Day. Fucking hell! We're going to tell them about Christmas but not Boxing Day? This is a catastrophe! Can you explain Boxing Day to me? Because I don't know what what it is. What What is is Boxing Day? Day? You know what I imagine? Kangaroos. Yep. Well, no. It's England. I do. I I know, but still, when you think... I think of the movie Boxing Helena, so I think it's when you cut up a person and keep them in a box because you're obsessed with them. Boxing Day is a huge deal and neither of us know what that is and we're big fans of England. All three of us. To the internet! Matt, look up Boxing Day. All right. See what you can find. Connie are we, Britton. Are we recording right yeah. now? Oh, this yeah. We started show. three oh, minutes ago. Welcome to the Podcast. <laughs> That's almost every oh, intro on the I podcast. You can yes, fuck, sweet, fuck, pit, okay. tits, boobs. Sweet uh, watch fuck. Watch your mouth. Wait. I'm sorry. Fucker. I was talking out Did of my... Did you just say sweet, fuck, tits, boobs? <laughs> <laughs> sweet, fuck, tits, boobs. <laughs> okay. Yep. I can get on board with most of that. No, that was my, uh, that was my 70s arena band name. <laughs> Sweet fuck tits boobs. Fog <laughs> um, hat that one time. Yep, one time. That was it. Yeah, and then, I, and then we blew it. That would be amazing if mm-hmm. you really had opened for fog hat. <laughs> that, that would be. I would. Because I would, I would hold have been, you in a whole sort of different esteem. I would have been about five. I, <laughs> wait a minute. You don't try to say that fog hat isn't still performing. Connie, that's true. Fog hat is. By the she's way, correct. you are. <laughs> So wrong because I've really hit a button here with you. Yeah, (laughs) I'm really taking a lot of pride in my knowledge. You're gonna leave and call your agent and be like, "I had the goddamn fog hat conversation again. (laughs) When is this gonna end?"
When is this going to end? Does everybody know that I love Foghat? They do now. <laughs> um, Connie, first what? of all, congratulations on all of your hit shows, for shit's sake. <laughs> Thanks. I am. It's exciting to me because um, you're someone uh, we've been. I've although I have not really hung out with you in the last hand few years, maybe. Right. There was a period of time many years ago. Where we hung out a lot. There was a there was like a core group, and it was so fun. Of funny actor types. It was like you and and you and me and <laughs> John, Jonathan Silverman and uh, and um, uh, Lauren Graham and yeah. our friend Pete Goldfinger, who right. ended up uh, co-writing the Jaws 3D movie. I mean the uh, Jaws 3D. No, the um, <laughs> the Piranha 3D Piranha, movie, yeah. which was great with Josh Stolberg. With Josh Stolberg, yes. uh, so you hung out with everyone. Rob that made, Zombie and Rob, yeah, that made late '90s sitcoms possible for me to enjoy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we did. We yes. really, really did. It Thanks, was such guys. a fun. That was that was a fresh to LA period. That was a that was one of those where are we going tonight kind of things. Yeah. I mean, and this is this is going back to 2000, 2001. Yeah. Was it even? It could have been even pre two thousand. No, it was probably. You're right. I think it was two thousand. I was in the. I was in the height of my uh, my blimpy drinking days. Yes, I remember that well. <laughs> we, we, used to, we, used to have, we used to have conversations behind your back, like slightly, slightly slurred, behind drunken, my, concerned conversations about you. Oh, you said. Oh, really? Was it after I would get drunk at parties and then hit on Lauren Graham? Exactly. Listen, I think we should just go out one time. She's like, get fucking. That's bad. And though. then we would put you in a cab. We don't, and everybody <laughs> yeah. would be talking about, should we call him a cab? But Lauren's so, Lauren's so funny about it. She was just like, no. <laughs> was like, are you kidding? <laughs> those were fun times, though. I know. Those were so fun. I think of those Except times. Except for the sadness that I was trying to mask. But other than that, it was a fucking <laughs> Except great for your time. intense oh, internal oh, suffering. It was <laughs> Boxing Day. You ready? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's really nothing. It's a we bank holiday. Oh, it's a bank it's holiday? A it's a bank or public holiday. Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the UK, and Commonwealth nations. Uh, in Ireland, it's St. Stephen's Day. Essentially, it's just the day after Christmas. Oh, <laughs> the day after Christmas. The day after Christmas is Boxing Day. Everyone gets it off. And the uh, tradition is that you, from wealthy landowners, giving Christmas boxes to the less fortunate, meaning just giving... Oh, them I, them thought it was, I thought it was Boxing Day, like... Like Mary's box had to heal after giving birth to Jesus, <laughs> so she needed a day to kind of sit in the that hay. Makes and a lot, of, lot more sense. A really lot more just sense. chat with she the wise men. What am I gonna do with all this myrrh? What am I gonna do with all this frankincense? <laughs> it smells like it smells like new baby in here. We gotta fucking spruce oh, this place up. God, what does yeah. it smell like a barn? Um, new baby in hay, not a good smell. <laughs> You put the two of them together. No. Well, I mean, like, afterbirth would be worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New but baby. Babies smell good. Yeah. Well, no, I know, but the point, I, I think that was, I was... Hay's great, I too. was inferring new baby was an afterbirth kind of a smell. Oh, because okay. I don't think that they had a lot of cleaning stuff, right? No. In the, in the manger. been around for a while, you guys. Maybe that's why they had all that stuff from the wise men. By the that way... That stuff is good for cleaning up afterbirth. It is. That's what that was. Frankincense is excellent They brought cleaning supplies. That's what the wise... Because they, they, yeah, they were wise. Guess what? Problem solved. Yeah, they were wise. Next. They knew... <laughs> what is that? It's new baby smell. Yeah. It's just you can get... You have new baby smell. I do. But, I have new baby smell. Um, you adopted a baby. Yeah. Which is amazing. I know. Isn't that crazy? Like talking about our old times together and now it's like, whoa, I have a, I have a 
car seat in my car now. You're responsible for a human being. It's crazy. Normally this would sound weird, but based on the conversation, I think I can ask, how's your baby smell? <laughs> my baby smells delicious. Well done. <laughs> do you do you are you one of those are you one of those new that moms? Didn't feel weird at all to me. Not at all. If I had a nickel, please. If one of those are you are you one of those moms who just like you just kind of like gnaw on your baby's ear and like yes. oh it's so cute. Yeah, yeah. In fact, okay, because oh, here's the thing: I adopted my baby from Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Which involved me going flying to Ethiopia two times in one month. Did they know it was Christmas? Nobody had a clue it was Christmas okay. or Boxing Day. Okay. But we were shooting, I was doing all that while I was shooting American Horror Story. Oh my God. Right. Anybody who's familiar with TV schedules knows that that's a 14 plus hour day. And now I'm just like, and by the way, I've got to go to Ethiopia. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought. I thought you said you were, had to go to Ethiopia oh, just Ethiopia. now. Right. Yeah, yeah, Fairfax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, little Ethiopia. Yeah. Oh, they have the yeah. great, the markets there, <laughs> right on Fairfax. Yeah. Traffic is a nightmare, yeah, though. you know what? You're going to have to smear your blood all over somebody else. That's what I said <laughs> to them at American Horror Story, <laughs> because that is basically the conversation more often than not. So, but I went, so, so in the pro, so because I adopted my baby while I was shooting this thing, I got, I hired a baby nurse, mm-hmm. which is somebody who came in, it basically has come in and is, staying with me so that she can take care of the baby while I'm working. Oh, so it's not actually a nurse who's a baby. No, although oh. that would be so Because that's how babies awesome. relate to each other. They're I know. Tiny baby scrubs. Yep. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish that my baby nurse had was just a tiny, tiny, tiny baby. Because she, you know what she does? This is the thing. It's torture. She yells at me for picking up my baby too much. She yells at me for biting on my baby's ear or any number of those things. I'm being, I'm literally being, <laughs> my self-confidence is being destroyed by my baby. And, and has any, has any part of you been like, I feel like I'm paying you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isn't, I thought that was the dynamic. Me, at 4.30 in the morning when my baby is screaming bloody murder and my baby nurse is telling me it's because I just pay him too much attention. I've almost socked her in the nose. Did uh, oh yeah yeah did, yeah. did she live with you now for a while? Oh, not for very much longer because we just finished shooting American Horror Story. Oh, okay. But she has been yes living in my house. She's gonna get those walking papers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's gonna be some <laughs> serious ear chewing going on. Yeah. When you can pull I'm the ejector seat. I'm gonna pick up seat. my baby and I'm gonna just. Fuck him up. I'm going to destroy him. I'm going to fuck that baby up with hugs. I'm going to destroy him for the rest of his life with all my hugs. And my baby nurse is not going to be able to do one thing about it. She's just going to be standing outside in the rain, staring through the window. (laughs) In her little baby scrubs. (laughs) Unbelievable. God damn it. See, this is what I always, you know, I mean, it's, it's amazing. that It's great that you've done so much phenomenal, dramatic work. But you're so goddamn funny. And I really, I hope, I hope that, you know, that people get to see that about you a lot. Thank you so much, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Connie went to high school with a guy named Steve Hardwick and... Steve Hardwick, are you out there? And, and to this day still has a compulsion. She'll go, Chris? So... Really? I mean, but on those, on those drunken nights, I would actually, it was kind of not intentional that I called you Steve. Like I called you Steve by accident. Yeah. No, it was fine. Like a lot. No, it's fine. Because I was so used to saying Steve Hardwick. From high school. Did you say yeah, Steve from... Hardwick, the whole name? Like it was one of those names you said yeah, Steve Hardwick. It was like that, Steve Hardwick. Yeah. So it really is it's been a big adjustment. Where did you grow up? Virginia. Okay. 
Do you think anybody in Virginia listens to your podcast? Four people, maybe. <laughs> I wonder if one of them is Steve Hardwick. <laughs> Wait a minute. I bet we're getting a lot of Virginia people coming to our D.C. show. We probably will, yeah. actually. When are you guys going to be in D.C.? January 6th. Oh, that's delightful. At the 930 Club. Yeah. Maybe Steve Hardwick. Chris, it's me, Steve Hardwick. <laughs> oh, my God. I should have my sister. My sister lives in D.C. I should have her. You have a twinsy. I have a twinsy. <laughs> my twinsy could come to your show. Sure. She would love that. I, she's more than welcome to. Are you communicating with what, her right now? That's what twins what do, right? What exactly? Yeah, but not so much. Okay. What exactly do you do in your show, guys? Because what do you do? In your show, well, there's stand up, and then we do jokes. a we do a, we do the a version of the podcast, and it's fun. It's fun. It's a, just a big kind of okay. It's a live I'm a, comedy I want my show. My sister to go because she'll love it. It's a live comedy show. It's yeah, a, it's a good time. Are you? Uh, how is it? What's with the twin? Is it? I mean, do you guys have a weird bond that no one else can understand? We do. I, well, I mean, yes and no, because I don't have any other siblings, so I don't know how it would be different with another sibling. Mm -hmm. We definitely don't, are not reading each other's minds. And, okay. you know, it's sort of sad because I keep I keep trying. I really do. I try so hard. Nothing. It's nothing. It's crickets for sure. <laughs> but we and we're actually incredibly different, like night and day different. And so uh, like on the show Double Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> one studies yes. and the other one's room is messy. Yeah, just like that. No. <laughs> well, you'll meet you might, if you'll if she comes to your show, maybe you'll meet her. But I, she's, I would love to meet her. She's very, we're very very different, and so we just but so but we still love each other and care about each other, and you know, we're twins. We're twins who have no psychic powers. Well, you're the worst twins. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, you know what? You go ahead and you continue to feed your understanding that all <laughs> twins have psychic powers, despite the fact that I just dispelled that. Well, whatever. That's fine. If <laughs> Russian websites are to be believed, they make out with each other, too. Uh, okay. That's always the weirdest thing. That like That's a weird fetish for, like, twins. Oh, like, it's so oh, that's they're, I mean, as a they're twin, directly I related. That's disgusting. I'm gross. telling you. As a twin... No. Yeah. No. I am way on your side. Okay, good. I'm so glad. I to am hear mostly that. on your side. No, <laughs> way on your side. <laughs> mostly on your, your sister, but your sister, your sister has kids, right? Three kids. Yeah, she has three kids. That's right. Because I remember, you know, I remember when you first said, "I have a twin sister," and but she has dark hair and yeah. she has kids yeah. and she and yeah, different, very different. Yeah. Very. Did very you ever different. think you wanted kids, or was this something that you always? I always thought I wanted kids, and then it was like taking me forever to get around to it. And then, and I always knew I wanted to adopt too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been doing this is a part that you know we didn't share in those evenings, but I was working on a documentary about Ethiopian orphans, which is another just another part of my comedy tome. Is you know the Ethiopian? <laughs> the Ethiopian I mean, my, Ethiopian, you got to close with that. Sure, exactly. I yeah. mean, literally, that's that thing that kills when I talk about yeah. my Ethiopian. Documentary. Once again, with adopting uh... <laughs> these these orphans today. <laughs> um, orphans today. I would watch that program every morning. I know. Really? Wouldn't orphans you, today. Wouldn't you? Orphans I have today. been trying to sell that for years. Well, if you made me um, have powers, you could have sold it. <laughs> Wow, you're just making me feel so how, bad about my that. lacking twinship. <laughs> well, I tried. I, I really, want... really tried. Do you really try to sit and think and then say, hey, are you hearing this? No. Okay, I would. <laughs> I would. That's what makes us different. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I think I would. No, you wouldn't because you grew up with it and you just know that you don't have psychic powers. When you were kids, did you at least try to have psychic powers? 
No, we were too busy hating each other. That's it. You fighting and hating. You hating created the block. You need to unblock the hate. It could be. Yeah. You know, I hit her over the head with a ukulele once. Maybe that's what did it. Maybe it was the u- ukulele bashing that destroyed any possibility of psychicness. And that wasn't hilarious. <laughs> oh, it was. I thought it was hilarious. I broke the ukulele. I mean, it fully broke. Like I thought it was so funny, and she didn't. <laughs> to this day, like honestly, if she listens to this, she would not think that was hilarious. Cindy, Cindy, come on, that was hilarious. That's, I mean, come on, you're just not seeing it the right oh, way. See, this is why we don't have psychic powers. Where's her sense of humor? I think you struck it away with a ukulele. <laughs> also, some math, <laughs> a little bit. So, uh, I want to hear about your documentary. Oh well, so my documentary, I went to Ethiopia. To, it was I don't know it's all complicated and now it's even more complicated because it's been sitting for years and nothing's happened with it but I do hope to get back to it at one of these it's really it's really sort of trying to shed light on what it is to be an orphan in that kind of environment and why orphans are that why there's so many orphans in Africa mm-hmm. and just to give them you know humanity as opposed to just this number and you know the concepts that we have about or don't have about African orphans. But right now it's just a big jumbled mess. You need a studio to come by and adopt your orphan documentary. I know, I do. Yeah. I, you know what? Now that I've adopted a little boy from Ethiopia, I need somebody to adopt my documentary. Please, please give. <laughs> please, please give. Do you, know, do you know it's Boxing Day? Please give. Please give. Oh, it is. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. But we, she's well, the, the way, lady bo- said. I think Boxing Day would be an appropriate thing for people to know about because if it's about. Giving. giving boxes to the less fortunate. We should, should we, start should doing Boxing that, Day here. Should yeah. we do a song? We should, we should do, do a boxing It's Boxing Day at Austin and Raise a glad box for everyone. Here's to the underneath that burning box. Boxing. That didn't work. I think the burning box was that that twin porn I saw from Russia. (laughs) Christmas time. Now I can't Russia and not the Ukraine. I feel like the Ukraine's a little weirder. All right, fine. Ukraine. Ukraine for sure. (laughs) Ukraine is just weird. Come on. There's no. There's no. What are we talking about here, guys? What are we talking about here? Yeah. Um. So when you when did you first go to Ethiopia? I first went to Ethiopia in. Uh, it was like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I first went there and shot all this footage and then came back and tried to put it together. But then I, but I came back and basically I was despondent with depression <laughs> after I got back, which again, just part of the comedy, that that whole <laughs> whole aspect of my life. So funny. And so I didn't really do anything with, for, with it for a while. And then I started trying to cut it together. And then I went to work on um, various things that culminated in Friday Night Lights and now it's just been sitting. But I think that having just made these other trips to Ethiopia and several other trips to Africa in the last few years, I will now be able to finish it with all this other footage that I have gathered. That's someday. really that's that's a that's really amazing. What was the pro, how was the, what was the the adoption process? It's a great ending, by the way. You ending up adopting one of them. I, well, you know, I was so kind of resistant to being a part of the thing. Yeah. But everyone that I worked with on it was like, you are going to ultimately have to do that. So if I can figure out a way to do it where it's not cheese ball. Oh, right. Because you don't want to feel like you're exploiting. The, I, yeah, the, I don't want to. First of all, I don't want to exploit my life. I don't want to. Ex- 
I certainly don't want to exploit my kid's life, whatever. So all right, that's Connie, a great I have challenge. an ending for you. <laughs> Your sister comes out and you hit her with a ukulele. <laughs> exactly. And then Ethiopia. she way, explodes sister, and turns into a baby that you adopt. My sister went with me to Ethiopia to get my baby. Really? Yeah. And even there, we weren't having any sort of <laughs> psychic nothing, even in Ethiopia. Oh, if anywhere, I think that would be there because there's you, no Wi-Fi signals would, to block it. You would think it. You would oh, think it, wouldn't man. you? Yeah. yeah. That, that's really amazing. What is, what, is, uh, what is your child's name? Yobi. Yobi. Yobi Yob. Britain? Yobi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I think it's like you guys just settled on that. Yeah. 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 Sure. Just, you know what? Yeah. Just Yobi. Yeah. One name like is all Moby, you need. But Yobi. Yeah. Okay. Just, just, just Yobi. I love it. Yeah. How old is he? Ten months. Aww. He's super, super great dude. He's awesome. He laughs and smiles all the time. He has got a great sense of humor. Because he saw you hit your sister over the head with <laughs> yeah. a ukulele, and that's the because kind of humor he, babies love. He loves that. He's, it's just they hilarious. love base humors. Baby, babies love physical comedy and dick jokes. Those are the two things. And, that fa- and farts. Farts are hilarious. Farts yeah. are, are funny. a dream. They are funny. Yep. Wait, who was the guy who was just sitting here who just left? Nick. That's Nick. Why? Why did like Nick? Nick hasn't said one word. Oh, he doesn't. He hasn't made any eye contact with anybody, yeah. and now he just left. Nick. Uh, so he's twin phobic. This wall you're watching. <laughs> Nick actually works for the Seacrest radio program. Oh. So, so he he's pulling gather. clips from all of these monitors for Ryan, and occasionally he'll pop on. He's a great guy, but he's but we so, are we're essentially in his turf. Yeah. So we're in his space. Yeah. So he has to basically listen Deal to us, us gab. Yeah. yeah. He God. loves it, though. He loves it. He does? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I, so, I would be so annoyed if I was Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and frankly, he just, like, walked out of here. So I think maybe he is annoyed, and you think he loves it, because that's what you like to tell no, no, yourself. No, he loves it. You know, he's outside punching a bag just to release it, all the frustration. psychic powers. Yeah, so. Right, 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 right. Uh, no, delusions, no, he's, he's great. Delusions. No, Nick, Nick, Nick's really great. Um, so are you, uh, are, are you off for a while? Do you, are you going back? To here's let me just be honest with you, and I don't I feel wish you would. I don't feel bad because you have never listened to the podcast. I've not seen American Horror Story yet. All I've heard is that it is amazing. I mean, from people that I know that are that are TV snobs. Really? The house is for sale. Will you buy it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I listen. I've spent enough time in that house. I do not need to buy that house. Isn't and that so. Funny? It's for sale. So I haven't... Uh, you haven't I, seen it? I have not seen it yet. Do you like the horror? I love it. Oh, right, because that, you know, when we first met, you know how we first met was you doing Rob Zombie's movie? Yes. That was that was the whole yeah. initial thing. So that was like 2000. Which I remember Jen, our friend Jen Justin, who was, who was also in that movie mm-hmm. with you, made me, and I have I have a an enormous fear of horror movies, which is why it's kind of hilarious that I've been in American Horror Story because I really, really genuinely do. Like, I'm very, I'm very suggestible. Like, I think it's all real and happening and it's, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not proud of it. I really am not, don't feel great about it. And I remember she made me go to a screening, like a private screening of your movie with Rob Zombie sitting right in the back. And I was so horrified because I couldn't watch any of it and I just had to sit there and cover my eyes and Rob was right there the whole time. But it's different when you're shooting it though. It's totally different when you're shooting it but yet also scary. Like everybody's always like, oh, it's different when you're shooting. Well, I mean, you you know because you did it but I find it to be scary sometimes but what I also found interesting shooting the show is that then I would go home at night and not be scared at all 
Like we, we laughed the whole time that we were shooting and I would go home and it was like, I got it all out of my system. Totally fine. That's good. <laughs> this is it was therapy. Moved it forward. was there. It was fear therapy. I really want to see the. Uh, I really want to see the show. Do you know the the problem for me in, in just my schedule lately is I don't have time. Like I have to buy things in chunks and then watch them on planes on yes. my iPad. Yes, which uh, is. I mean, it's technically it is okay. It's a good thing for the production. It's not great for. <laughs> For the, the habit of watching television, yeah, um, but it's just the, it's just the schedule I have now that I just kind of have to watch things in chunks on planes. But an American Horror Story is something that I'm super excited to to get into. Yeah, it's um, I think that's a good way to watch it too. And yeah, only, it, we only shot twelve episodes. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. You can handle that on get a plane. Get right in. Have they all aired? Um, no, there's one left. <sighs> Tonight, the, the season finale of American Horror A very special FX event. <laughs> I actually do think that they are calling it a very special FX event. <laughs> because, by the way, I didn't think anybody had done that since the 70s, but I think that they are. Wow. A very special FX I know. event. Thrilled about it. A television event. Yeah, it's a, it's a television event. It's special. It's a special. It's a very special episode. Someone becomes bulimic, and then a little boy gets touched. Yep, that's, that's right. What on special and then yeah, someone, yeah. someone, someone tries to rape Edith Bunker, and then she talks him out of it. And it's a very special all I don't, the family. By the way, one. that's all. You don't remember that one? I don't the remember first... that one, but it sounds amazing. You don't remember? Do you remember, remember that, that one? one? Wait, when somebody tried to rape Edith Bunker? There was a guy, and he was like, he was, ro- he was, um, like uh, ro- robbing their house or something, and then he went to try try to rape Edith Bunker. And like ripped her dress or something, and but she kind of used like old late, like pointed old lady guilt and logic, and I talked sort him out of it. I have a vague recollection. She of talked this. him out of it, and then there was like a big thunderous applause, you know, because that Norman Lear's whole thing was, oh, I want to do comedies that, but actually deal with real life right, issues, right. and so that was his whole television revolution. And yeah, that was the. I'm sure it's somewhere on YouTube. I have a vague wow. recollection. It's really creepy because I do. Don't you like? I feel that every time that she was serious is 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 really sort of solidly seared into my brain because it was so upsetting yeah. when Edith got serious oh wasn't yeah it upsetting yeah because yeah. you feel so you feel so much for her and so when she gets you know or like so that's why I think I have a vague vague memory of that because whenever she was like really or like really confronting Archie oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh my heart would melt yeah right because everyone oh. had an uncle like Archie Bunker. Archie. Oh, Archie. <laughs> it always freaked me out seeing ding her in bad. interviews talk ding regularly. Ding I mean, Dingbat, ding right? Bad. He called Gosh, her Dingbat. Amazing. Yeah, but he couldn't live without her. Well, until she died and then he opened Archie Bunker's place. Archie's he place. seemed fine. It was just Archie's place. Archie's it place. It wasn't Archie Bunker's Oh, see, place. That's, I was gone by the time that happened. I forgot about all that. And then he was so upset he went on to become a cop. In yep. the heat of the night. Oh, right. Where he then loved black people. Where, yeah, he didn't like anyone <laughs> yeah. on on the, on the Archie's, well, in the family. Um, did you, what was your first television job? What was your first job? Ellen. Really? Ellen was my first television job. The Ellen, or, you know, the, the sitcom. Yeah. I played Julie Fisher's sister. That's awesome. I know. I was so excited because the first thing, my first sort of thing was Brothers McMullen. Right. Remember? Oh my God, the Ed Burns movie. Yes. Yes, of yes. course. It's all flooding back. Yes. So I did the Brothers McMullen and then I dragged my little ass out to Los Angeles to look at, you know, to, to become a big star. Well, not really, but yeah, that was it. And so I did that and then I got an agent and then I, my first TV thing was Ellen. 
Because when we were friends uh, before, not like we're not friends now, but when we were actually hanging out, right, friends, right, right. I, I seem you to remember. Drunk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so keep, going, keep going. So, so I have, I, I sort of remember some of it. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm impressed, actually. No, no, no. But I just remember, like, I remember going through a couple pilot seasons with you at the same time. But you were, you were, I feel like you were going up for sitcom stuff. Yeah, I did. Well, because, you know, ultimately I did Spin City. Right. I mean, I, I think initially because of Brothers McMullen, I did, like, I did Ellen, which I loved. And was so thrilled because I grew up on sitcoms. I mean, that's really where, you know, was I felt my whole background came mm -hmm. from. But um, and I love I always dreamed of doing sitcoms. And then but then I kind of got into other things. I remember I did this show called The Precinct. Oh, yeah. Remember? Or you don't remember because it never aired. But I remember um, hearing it was by about the it. ER. You, I remember. Sure. I told you about it because it was by the ER people. And ER was huge then. Mm hmm. But I, I remember we, we, we would joke around. I remember joking with Lauren and all those people joking around because I was playing a cop and it was like really real and I had like no makeup on and I was, was wearing a flak jacket when we were shot and whatever. But I always thought it was such a joke because I would run around and be like, freeze, you stop right there. Because I just, I found myself to be such a ridiculous, like just hopeless cop. Like, like, you stop, freeze. That's Sergeant Hooks from the police academy. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting to see yelled. if anyone else picked yelled. that up. No, other than me. Nope. God damn it. I, I, I was like, crickets again with the crickets. What was the, what pilot was it? You were doing a show. I we all went out to dinner one night, and you did a show, and it didn't. It got canceled or something, and you were super bummed. It really? And was it a, was it a, was it a comedy? It was. I can't remember. We were all went to dinner. All of us. It was like the whole uh, group of at people. At a Japanese place? I don't know. Maybe. And you were like, I just found out my show. <laughs> I wonder which up. one that was. Oh, and I was, was kind of so... drunk. And I, and I think I said something like, Connie, I think I speak for everyone when I say this is the worst thing that could have happened. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally remember that. Oh, my God. And remember how we died. We, we like talked about that. We thought that was the funniest thing anyone had ever said for so long. <laughs> it's the most inappropriate thing to say after yes. someone's found out their show's oh, been canceled. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> You've told that story before. I have. Oh my yeah. god, that was so fun. funny. We, no, we really we 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 got a lot of mileage out of that. We thought that was so hilarious. What was that show? I don't. Do you and the remember? funny thing is, you don't I even do, remember. I, but by the way, isn't that perfect? It's perfect. That 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 quote is so hilarious and memorable, and yet I have literally no recollection of what that show is. Well, it's it's also it might have been the precinct. It's also so funny about just like how, and 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 you're certainly you know you're a testament because a lot of people who listen to the podcast are you know like young writers, performers, whatever, whatever, and. You know, I think in a moment you can sort of feel like, well, it's all over. Yeah. I mean, it's just done. I'm done. How many more fucking chances am I going to get? Absolutely. And, you know, and that Especially was, when you're starting out. And that was that was like eight, nine years ago. And here you are, like two hit shows beyond that. I mean, it's 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 just it's just a nice like you always have to remember, like, yeah, you know, however, however horrible you feel in one moment, that's not going to last forever. Right, you can totally right. get past it. Yeah. No, gosh, that is so that's such a great I that's such a great recollection. I totally forgot about that. Those were those were super fun times. Those were fun times. And that's the other thing. If you have a lot of, you know, young people starting out, just don't. I literally think back on those times, like when we all came out here from New York 
and we're just like getting getting our first like little big breaks or little nudges into this business. And we just had this great group of friends and we were having so much fun. I still think of those as the best times. Yeah. They were so much fun. Now, Johnny Silverman has been doing television since television started. Yeah. And he doesn't age. <laughs> Johnny Silverman doesn't age. Johnny <laughs> Silverman, I still see a ton. I see him every once in a while. Yeah. And he um he's great and he doesn't age. And um, you know, he'll do he'll do TV and he's directing now. Oh, he really? directed a couple things. I think he directed a couple comedies. I mean, just the sweetest. I know. Warmest, funniest guy in the I world. I want him to be a huge... I think he could be a great comedy director. And I love his wife, too. I know, Jen. She's awesome. We were neighbors. Well, my girlfriend and I broke up, but we were neighbors. We lived, you know, like four oh, really? houses away from them for, for quite in, a few like, years. In, um, Bronson Canyon? Yeah. We're, we were neighbors, too, but did you come visit? No. I did. I came a couple times it, to your... <laughs> Maybe you didn't tell me, but um, oh, oh this got weird. <laughs> wow! Stay out of your underwear I don't drawer. Think I've seen you in a long. <laughs> no, time. you haven't. I move like the shadows. <laughs> you had a great. Deeply I remember. Disturbed. Are you are you in the house that you were in before? Yeah, you, same house. You have this great deck that has this. If I remember, this murderous drop off. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and then that's, it's just that's my the, house. Yes. Just the canyon. Right. And I actually kind of renovated it. So now that great deck, like it goes all the way around my house. So you can just drop off anywhere. Guess who just invited himself over here? <laughs> Come on over. To chew on your baby's ear. <laughs> oh, Is no. It? My baby nurse will let you. <laughs> ah, ah, <laughs> ah. Let no. me. But one time. No. Oh, oh, she's weirdly strong. <laughs> <laughs> she is weirdly strong. It's bizarre. They have to be. It's deeply disturbing. They're supernatural. <laughs> Um, so are you, uh, are, are you, what, what else is going on? Would, would you, if you're finishing this, I mean, really, got, I mean, other than the fact that I just finished I shooting like a show that got, a lot going got on. nominated for a golden globe. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. while I was doing that, adopted a baby. Mm -hmm. What else is going Ethiopia. on? <laughs> adopted um, a baby in an African country. In, yeah. from, from Ethiopia and went there twice. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Well, so what, what, are you, what are you up on? to? I've got a couple of dogs. God, you should really do more stuff. <laughs> you want me to tell you what's happening with my dogs? <laughs> yes, oh my oh, God. That, you should crazy. know what Lucy did this morning because she is hilarious. <laughs> that dog. Makes me laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> is the is is the is the motherhood uh, what you thought it would be, or is it is it like you know what? It is a constant joy. It's it's awesome. It's a it's a constant joy. Like I felt, I think I was so ready for it that it's really I'm just loving every minute of it. the The hardest part has been just wanting to just totally dive into it while I was still working. Um, and the other thing which you always hear about, which is really true, for instance, the fact that I was late for our podcast this morning. Mm -hmm. I, I have I have literally, time is no longer my own. It's really bizarre. And I'm so tired that I can't put words together. So how's it going so far? Job. You're doing a very good job. You're doing a really good literally, job. Literally, I sometimes there's can't a, think a of... a little bit of drool. Yeah. Right no, here. I know. There's just a little bit. Always, always, there's something crusty, <laughs> always, somewhere. Always. Baby crust. Yeah, baby crust. <laughs> That's one of the grossest things to me is when ba when children are not in their baby seats, just the shit that gets stuck in the baby seats. And like, ugh. Oh, all well, that the, stuff. The grossest is people's cars. And now that I have... But see, my car... Because he's young and he's only been here for a short time, my car is still like really clean and yeah. great. But people who have kids, particularly multiple kids, and they're older, 
I just, I'm so grossed out. And then they're always like, sit in the back seat. You know, you can sit in the back seat with the with the kid or with the baby seat, and it's just encrusted with Ugh. any number of crumb type things, Crumbs, and, fluids, and yeah, in in, in red gooky whatever. It's like stuff. it's like uh, it's like uh, Shih Tzu eye boogers. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, always yeah. get those eye boogers. It smells the opposite of clean baby. Yeah, yeah. it does smell the opposite of. It's clean not baby. new baby. It's no. not new baby smell. Mm-mm. It's old, dirty baby smell. Old, dirty. You baby. know, when you think about it, adults are really just old babies. That's <laughs> he was my favorite. True. We're Club really member. old babies. I know. That's it's really, really profound. Kind of. <laughs> it really fucking fucks your mind up when you sit and think about how we're just fucking. You miss it. We're just old. Oh my god, we're like such old babies. Old. I'm such an old baby. Old dirty baby. Old dirty baby. <laughs> <laughs> Old Dirty Baby, my favorite Wu Tang Clan member. That's the best. Ba- yeah, he was the best one. Old Dirty Baby. <laughs> I loved you. I love that character. Oh, it's like that was that was the girl in junior high who just got high for the first time. <laughs> you guys were just really old babies. By the way, because I really don't get. Can I talk about getting stoned? I don't yeah, get stoned that often. Please. But when so when I do get stoned, that is me all the time. Like I laugh so hard whenever I get stoned, and I'm but I'm always like, and I just, like every minute. Just is so full of the most amazing realizations that are really embarrassing. I've never, I can't, I think the last time, I only ever smoked pot a handful of times in my life, and it always made me paranoid. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't laugh. See, I know, I think it's interesting, because I do, I I like to think, because I I just laugh and think life is a joy, so therefore I like to think that (laughs) it's an indicator of who you are, really. Sure. And that means um, that you're just paranoid. Why would you say that? (laughs) Are you talking to me? Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Nothing. Your eyes are bearing uh, into my soul. I get really slow thinking. Which I hate, and then when I'm talking to someone, I have to, in my mind, I repeat everything they said before I answer them, so there's like a long pause. Like you're doing an interview when, where there's no host, and That's you have to repeat really the question. interesting. And my bottom eyelids become heavy. So I can't close my eyes. Oh yeah, that. Oh, that's weird, right? <laughs> that's a nightmare. That's why I don't like pot. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That that's, is really sad. It was always it was always sad for. I mean, because I would just get. Uh, I, I would just get. <laughs> is he texting like while he's, he's probably um, figuring out what Boxing Day is again? No, it's uh that our our TV our Nerdist TV show is being delivered in five minutes ago, and they just asked me if I gave the final approval that I thought I gave. So I was just saying, oh, everything's okay. Oh, uh, can I uh, unapprove something? Hang nope. On. Oh. It's too late. Too late, Luther. Too late. Wait, so you guys tell me because I haven't really been up. To speed because I haven't been doing these other things yeah. that we've been talking You've been about. Been working on adopting a child. I, yeah, on a TV yeah, show? yeah, yeah, sure. exactly. But what? So you have a Nerdist TV oh, show. Oh, don't worry about it. I'm really important now, Connie. I mean, it's not you, like the old days. It's not like the old days when I was fat and inert. <laughs> I have stuff now. I have lots of stuff. Well, after Singled Out dried up, <laughs> shipmates came along. Wait a minute. I remember shipmates. I'm sorry. I believe that was the last time I saw you with shipmates. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm doing this show called Shipmates. Oh, my God. You know what? Here's the thing. We were always such good friends that I could always just give you shit. Oh, you buy, please. About I ad- shipmates. I adore you. You can give me as much shit as you want. I, you know, I can give you plenty of shit about shipmates. Yes, but please. But wait, now you have a Nerdist TV show? Well, there's a there's a couple shows. There's the Nerdist TV show, which is which is you know like a, a don't undersell it. We're on BBC America. We're BBC really? America. Maybe we're not gonna get FX numbers, but you're uh, on BBC America. That's BBC so America. Cool. And then I'm doing I do a show on AMC after Walking Dead, which if you're a Walking Dead fan, you should do. 
It's we. It's called we. It we doesn't sound like she is. <laughs> the part where she adopted yeah. a baby and was Thank making you. a TV show. Thank you. For well, fourteen listening. hours on a plane, you can't watch a fucking zombie show. What's no. the problem? Oh yeah, no, zombie no, 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 show. No. It's a horror show. It's That's a why. horror show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. So I host a show on AMC after Walking Dead. Now. Why? <laughs> <laughs> people you in America have the same question because we want to talk about uh, we want to talk about uh, zombies. So it's a, it's a basically a wrap up show for Walking Dead. Really, mm-hmm. it's like those wrap up shows they do on Bravo for like it's the same chef, company, but it's the same company watchable. who does Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, but yeah. we just we just talk about about Walking Dead because I'm a huge fan. You of have it. interesting people on, oh, and wow. not housewives that fight. Each we do other. not have housewives on. We Wait, have cool so people. You're basically on. doing the Walking Dead equivalent of the housewives after after housewife show. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that yep. is so. But it's awesome. way cooler. It's way cooler because yeah. no, no, no. There's nothing cooler than that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> nothing, literally. But the fact is that you're doing that means that you are almost as cool as that. Almost. I mean, but the zombies on our show don't go shopping. Not yet. Season <laughs> three. Yeah, so we're doing that. I fucking wrote a book. I mean, it's it's been a. You did. A, I wrote a what book. What the hell did you write a book about? Stuff. There's what been kind a lot of, of stuff. It's just things. You wrote a book about how to not be a bloated drunk jerk. That's partially true. Um, yeah. So there. Wow. This. I love that we're catching up right now. I know now. we're I catching we, up on your podcast. Well, I knew that that we would probably end up catching up on your podcast. Yeah, because maybe I saw you like ugh, two years ago coming out of. Johnny Silverman's birthday party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And just when you were getting your car and I was coming in. I was like, hey, nice day. Oh, yes, we'll get it. Let's yes. catch up in two years. Bye. Yes. Yes. We're That's gonna, right. We're going to fucking resurrect the shit out of this friendship, yes, Connie. Yes, we are. Because, by the way, I'm still friends with all these people. <laughs> I, so I if you come back like. into the fold... Then it'll be just like old times, except everyone will be sober and have kids and have to go to bed by nine. <laughs> Listen, I love going to bed early. Are I you kidding do me? I do, because my kid wakes up at five. Oh, kids and love to do that. I, I mean, know. what's he doing oh. to you? Such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And how did you guys meet and start uh, doing Matt this? used to fix computers. I did. I used to fix computers. Oh, my God. Yeah. I totally need some help. Right. Oh, here you go. Do you have a Mac? Do you have a Mac? Yeah. He was an Apple genius. Shut your trap right now. That yep, shut it, Matt. That is true. But now you're a big star, so you can't do that anymore, right? Yeah, no, I don't do that anymore. He'll well, do it I for do you. that. I do that for people like him. People yeah. would still ask me. Really? To do it. It's yeah. like the mafia. I can't get out. Yeah. They're like, That's really hot, like, though, the fact yeah. that you. you right? You fix, like that? Yeah. Nice. See? Yeah, yeah. Seriously. It's a good Seriously. skill set to have. Listen, the older I get as a woman, the more I realize, like, that's that, like, is makes the hotness factor in a guy. You're the yeah. real rebel. Right up there. Not the guy with the leather jacket and the motorcycle. No, 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 no. No. Look at the guy that may or may not own a fleece vest. <laughs> hey, uh, Connie, I better get in there and uh, clean out your motherboard. <laughs> Let me know how you would do your that. Your motherboard. Yep. That's a piece of a computer. I, I know. I got it. And it was a double entendre. <laughs> it was actually a triple entendre <laughs> on account of how now I'm a mother. I know. I got it. I know. <laughs> you know I got what it. I mean? <laughs> This is good shit. This is really awesome. <laughs> if we're ever going to get a Peabody Award, it's this episode. <laughs> yeah, we got... I guess. Oh, shit. I got, sorry, guys. I didn't realize that we were gunning no, for is. a Peabody on this. No, no. I would have uh, prepared. You know Don't something? Worry. Sorry. No, this is the perfect episode. We've we've tackled... It's funny... You uh, there's a touching element because you've adopted right. If we don't win a Peabody Award, yeah. then that means the Peabody people are against adopting night, African and children. And Friday Night Lights won Peabody Award. Yeah. And Friday Night Lights. So and I was on that show. Yes. So, so transitively, yeah, we should win a Peabody the Award. 
property of Peabody Awards, in effect. Yes. We get one. Yeah, and, Pe- and it's going to be based on this show. Yeah. If Peabody equals Friday Night Lights and Friday Night Lights <laughs> equals Connie and Connie equals Nerdist Podcast, the Nerdist Podcast transitively must equal Peabody Award. Yay. I just got hives. Right? That reminds me of my old math days. Oh, uh, was Steve Hardwick in that class? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> What is he? What did analysis he look like? What did he look and like? Calculus, analysis, and calculus. He kind of looked like you, although maybe he's just melded into you. It's possible. He was blonde. What Steve goes Harvard? on Something here? Something very exciting is happening. I out there. am so. I don't maybe understand like where we are. At There's all. a gift exchange or something no, here. In the, oh yeah. I think today is the last day of work for a lot of people. Today oh, is they're the, all in their cable town sweaters. Today. Wow. Oh, that's they're, funny. They're all wearing their cable town you sweaters. You guys, you guys have your clearly your fingers are on the pulse. Well, yep. This is it. How does the pulse feel? It feels town good. And you got Nick over here. And Nick's over there pulling in clips. Doesn't even hear us. Nope. Doesn't even hear us. right now. He is. That's what he's uh, supposed to be. Wait, so did we get to? Comcast bought us? I don't really understand how this works. Comcast Comcast bought, Comcast bought NBC and took NBC's name. Right. Okay. But, so. but it wasn't just as simple as that. There was a folding in of... It sort of was a it was it was a shift on par with like Dark City where you all the buildings would just like crumble and reform and so like there were elements molded in. So a cable town sweatshirt that's that makes sense because we did get bought by the cable town equivalent. We are we are all part of the NBC family now. Um, but Rock. cable town is still it's only a, a fiction that is on Thirty Rock. Rock. It was okay. which was yes, which was to Comcast. Yeah. Comcast, which, which was, was basically yeah, Comcast. yeah, yeah. That by the way, just I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That's my favorite show. Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. It's great. I, I mean, and there's some great comedy going on because that's still all the TV I ever really watch is comedy. But Thirty Rock, come on. Have There's you hosted so SNL yet? So no. You really should. Oh, I want to. You would so be bad. fucking great. And you know those guys. Those guys loved Friday Night Lights. They used because I would go visit every once in a while, and they were all like, in fact, they were they they talked about one time doing a skit where they all imitated like various characters on Friday Night Lights, which I just would have. <laughs> that would have been so dreamy. <laughs> but I want. I want to. You would have brought them all cupcakes. Yeah. I really feel like. I really feel like. I would have. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and you were in the new Nightmare on Elm Street, too. Yes, yes! Yes, that was so much fun! That was, um... For someone who's freaked out by horror... I know, I know. Well, because I figured if I... That was my initial initial foray, if you will, into horror, because I figured, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, it was Jackie Girl Haley, Mm -hmm. and I thought, if he can do it, I can do it. Absolutely. Because he's awesome. He's 15 kinds of awesome. He's 10 million kinds of awesome, and he played Freddy Krueger. That's way higher than my number. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I exceeded your number. I I remember him being a stagehand on... I had a friend uh, who worked on the Newhart show. Humble brag. (laughs) I feel like it was the Newhart show... Or if it wasn't Newhart, it was a show around the same time. And I went to a taping, and this guy looked really familiar, and he was a stagehand. I, I hope I'm not inventing this, or I didn't I, dream it. I hope you are, because that and, makes you fucked up. And it looked, I was like, that guy looks like Kelly from the Bad News Bears. And the the um, the, the guy who was the warm-up, audience warm-up, was like, yeah, 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 that was him. And he like he brought him up and oh, he yeah. like waved and everything. I and think this is actually this actually did happen. And I it think was like, that that's oh, right. he's a stagehand, and he was like he was this really hot teenage rebel kid. Yeah. And 
boy, did he fucking come back with a vengeance. I know. That, I, mean, I it's love a, it's that actually story. such a great story. I mean, he was because, just loading cables. Like, I was like, that guy looks familiar. And, and what was this? I mean, I can't remember exactly. There was some movie that where they uh, that involved um, Kate Winslet or something. Oh, well, no, that was the... Titanic. But, no, <laughs> no, that was that one about something children. Oh, that, the, where he plays that horrible. Game. Yeah, but was that the comeback? Wait, where he plays what? That was the comeback. Where he plays what? He plays some kind of horrible, horrible child molester kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a stretch for Freddy, then, is it? Not really. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yep, that's, that's what Yeah, did. but you know what? That's a different kind of. Dif- it's a different genre, Listen. if you will. Listen. I just want to remind everyone that Freddy is a child molester. Stop putting him on T-shirts. I listen. Wow, I glad. agree with you. So good to have you make a stand. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's all. That's all I took a stand I, on. That's I all. Realize, I didn't realize this was the public service part of our Peabody, also, Peabody podcast. It, it wasn't his fault. Amanda Kruger was. He was the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. Yep. If you watch, did you watch all the Freddy Krueger movies? Did you no, watch all the I've, never, I've never watched one. Did you watch yours? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you had to go there from here. I had to. <laughs> Actually, no. Our pro- One of our producers, because I really hadn't watched any of them, because I watched no horror, because I was always so afraid of it growing up, but my our producer kind of made me watch, like, part of one of the original ones. Mm-hmm. Or par- part of the original, I think the first one or something. And I was like, this is comedy. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. Well, it's it started off... It's so slapsticky. It started off kind of serious, and then... And then they started realizing that it, it really, like, Freddie really ushered in that kind of 80s, like, I'm a quippy. Yeah. I've got a, a, I had, I had a real thing for him. Slash and joke. Thing. Slash and joke. Yeah, slash and joke. <laughs> slash and joke. <laughs> or really, it's joke and slash. But, uh, and then, you know, that, that played out a lot. Yeah. Um, but I, but uh, I, I thought you were great. It's, it was so much fun. And I didn't know you were in the movie until, and I, I was watching with my girlfriend at the time. I was like, this is Connie. Remember we saw her outside Johnny's party? She, she loves like, horror. <laughs> no. Yeah. She thinks my name is Steve after all these years. <laughs> she still calls me Steve. Steve Hardwick. That um yeah, that was a that was a crazy that was a really not scary experience. Because I didn't even really shoot with Freddy Krueger. Although you know, you know, this is going to be a spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, but my death at the end was not originally scripted, and we went back and shot that. Oh. Because I guess they thought that we it wasn't, I, I don't know. I, I, in fact, I don't know why they did it, but we went back and we shot the scene where we get in at the very end of the movie. You think everything's safe and, and all good, and then he comes and gets me out of the mirror. That's, that's, a, that's a classic horror. It's always like it, ends, it yeah. ends with a shock or it ends with a like setting up a next yeah. movie. Yeah. Sort of a thing. I mean, not for you because you wouldn't be alive, but no. But I mean, but just that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. Although I didn't really care because I, I, I was like, oh, I guess this means I won't be in the next movie. I won't care. <laughs> That's okay. You did it. I did it. I, I faced my fears and I did it. No, I think the weekend box office is why you won't be in the next movie. Did it not do? Yeah, did it I don't not think do well? it did well. It did you did, look, did you just look that up great. online too? No, but I could. Mm. I just remember. You know what? Don't. Don't. Do you want to know how no. bad your movie did? Yeah, please. Why do am I tell. that guy? Who's that? Why, why You're why always that guy. That? I don't know. A jerk. 
Yeah. That's something your sister Good would do. Sure. Go fix a computer. Okay. <laughs> um, what uh, are you going anywhere for the holidays? You have to stay in town because you have a you have a baby and you shouldn't be traveling. No, it's quite the quite the oh, contrary. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> you, don't, you don't understand anything about babies having a can't new baby. travel. They can't travel. Yeah, even though I just carried him back from Ethiopia on a plane with me. Oh, you didn't do that on. <laughs> you should have gone some submarine. That's what yeah. Doing. You didn't do that on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> thought about it I was in a rush on account of how I had to come back to work so oh. we took the plane which only took 28 hours jeez oh my gosh but still uh, equivalent to a labor maybe 28 uh, hours yeah actually yeah, yeah right? I bet if yeah. you asked women this, if they'd rather go through 20 hours labor or 20 hour flight they'd probably say labor well that depends on the particular experience that you have with the child that you're bringing back from Ethiopia I disagree I think 90% of women would rather fly to Ethiopia no, Chris, if it's one thing I than, know it's childbirth and than, flying than push so, a baby through their vagina yeah, sure. which is it seems like one of the most horrifying experiences that could ever happen to a person plenty of leg room while you're doing it I, that's oh, true oh it's a good yep. point and they don't give you a morphine drip on uh on, an, well, on the airlines. On the you fly. Oh, true. I did have a morphine drip, actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was great. 14 hours. That's not too bad. I just 20, no, why is it 28? 28. But 14 both ways. No, 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 no. 28 one way, coming back. 24 going, 28 because I had to take a look. Oh, I missed that completely. Know, first of all, do you not know how far away Ethiopia is? It's got to be at least a couple hours hundred miles. would get me to, where, let's see, where would 14, actually, 14 hours would get me to Atlantic, um to Germany. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd much rather push a baby through my vagina than yeah. I don't have. <laughs> I don't. I guess. I, I guess well, I wasn't. Also, the three years leading up to the adoption, which was really the brutal part. Really? What is? What is that process? Ugh. God, adopting a baby is so, especially internationally. Plus, you're doing it on spec because that kid's not even born yet. Yeah, it's totally on spec. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, spec adoption. Yeah, I mean, listen. No, but it's the most intrusive that you get treated like a criminal 10 times over. I can't tell you how many times I've been fingerprinted. Um, you know, you have to, you, you do it through the Department of Homeland Security, which is creepy to me. What? Yeah, like it's all goes through the Department of Homeland Security. So you're dealing with our government, immigration, and also the Ethiopian government, and all their paperwork is a nightmare. And then it took forever. And so, do you know? Do you do you choose a a, a, no. a mother, or do you get to know her, or they just no, say no, like, no. "We have a baby, your numbers up." Yeah, you do it through an adoption agency, and they pick. We up have it. a baby. We your have a numbers baby. Up. <laughs> well, no, like your number, like at the deli, you uh, know, like seventy three, seventy three, pound of pastrami, <laughs> African baby. African baby, By the way, it's not unlike that. That's kind of how it was. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I was basically on a waiting list for like two years, and then one day the adoption agency calls, and they're like. We have, we have you, we're calling your number. We've got your number. We got your kid. Well, you know what's really amazing about that is that after two years, what if you were like, I don't really want to adopt a baby anymore. I know. I, totally. I could have been. I, you know, I felt I the thing been. a couple years ago, but now my life is different and I really can't have a baby. Could have happened. Could have happened. I could have, you know, gone down many different roads by the time that happened. Now, why do you think it takes, why do you think it takes so long? It just sort of, it's, it seems like, wow, there really are not a lot, are, are, I, I just, it's, it's an incredibly complicated process. Like, and that's actually a lot of what my documentary, if that ends up going that way, would, would be is just sort of how how the the need, the the genuine genuine need for taking care of these children versus the reality of 
of what it is to, ado- to adopt them. There's just such a disparity there. It's it's kind of um, inhuman. Because you probably think like I do, which is just very logically where you go, they're children. Um, yeah. I have a house. I got money. I want to adopt that kid. Yeah. Give him a better life. And well, wh- honestly, let's just do this. Why can't we just do I this? I went to Ethiopia, literally all my friends were to shoot that documentary because I was going to shoot this girl, this orphan girl who'd given birth to a baby that we were trying to get adopted into America. And my friends were like, oh, you're going to come back with a baby. Everybody thought, oh, you're going to, and I kind of half thought I was going to come back with a baby. It's as if you can just go to Ethiopia. People think you can just go to Ethiopia and pick up a little kid and bring him home, which I suppose is maybe what Madonna did, which mm. is why she got in so much trouble. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I have no Wait, idea so what this, happened. Wait, so there, there was a an orphan who had a baby? Yeah. Like she was, because she, she was like, you know, a teenager. Oh, okay. And she got pregnant. So, she, and it was a very interesting thing because she was taking care of her two younger siblings. She got pregnant, but she's, her parents had died of AIDS. So she's basically this girl and her two younger siblings living by themselves with no parents. She gets pregnant. So then she thought that she was going to get adopted too. Oh, you know, oh, God. so it was really, it was heartbreaking. See, oh, see like how good my documentary is going to be. Your documentary is going to be amazing. When are you going to finish this? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Cause I want to take some time off to be with my baby. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking maybe that's what I should do is just really get somebody to adopt my documentary and get it done. What do you, what does your documentary need? It needs a great editor and it needs money. Cause I've totally just paid for the whole thing. How much and like money? Done the whole thing. How much money? Really? I don't know. How much do you got? Um, How much do you need for a documentary? I don't okay. even know. I'm really bad with this kind of thing. Okay, fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. That's I don't it. Know. Listen, I'm, no, I'm going to Kickstarter. I'm going to. Uh, you could do Kickstarter. First of all, what? Tell me. Okay. This is exciting. This is Peabody stuff right here, guys. This is Peabody stuff right here, guys. You're here on the very podcast that got Colin Hanks's Tower Records documentary off the ground with a Kickstarter. Well, to be fair, Colin had most. To most do of it was that. done, but then we said, "Hey, do a Kickstarter." Um, Wait, what are you? I'm you're speaking okay, so Swahili, kick, which, by the way, is a language that I serve now. I'll keep going. <laughs> Kickstarter is basically a um, a, a community donation uh, service. So you go to this website and you set up a page on Kickstarter and you say, "I have a project," and in your case, it's this documentary. I'm setting a financial goal of you know fifty thousand dollars by March first. Um, and then you explain what your project is and then people in the world see that on Kickstarter and they go, that's a really cool project. I will donate money to that. And what you give them in exchange is, you know, some people just like to donate cause they want to be part of a cool thing and they want to give their money to a cool thing. Um, and you create premium levels of things. Like if you, you know, donate a thousand dollars, you'll get a credit in the movie. Or if you donate $10,000, you'll get fly out to the premiere. You'll fly out. Yeah. We'll fly out right. to the premiere and you know, you'll get to meet the baby or, or whatever. <laughs> but you, you basically create this sort of tiered wow. left donation level thing. And then, and, and it's, you know, it's largely how y- like young artists or not young, but just artists in general or people are, are financing projects through you know yeah. community support scott Mosier, my friend's guy he just financed a documentary through that really yeah because it sounds like to I've me it sounds like to me you you're 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 you don't need that much more money i don't really i just need you know what i need here's what i need money for i need money so that i can get really awesome people to help and, and i think i need i would like to make one more trip to africa to do one final bit of shooting but i need to um just have really awesome people who can edit it and help me sort of shape it into something because I know those people. I, I think know, I can. I see? think I can help you. This is so 
exciting. I think I can you help guys, you. This is so thrilling. I yeah. can tell you. Peabody. It's been eight years in the making. Here we go, <laughs> Peabody. I'm probably not going to adopt a baby, but I could help adopt your documentary. Yes, see? <laughs> So great. So if I adopt the documentary, it's like I went to Africa to adopt the baby, but I don't got to get up at you five o'clock in the morning. You feel so good about yourself. No, but I, but but it sounds like your 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 documentary sounds really cool, and and I and I had no idea. I feel, I don't know. I I guess I was just a shitty drinking friend all those years ago. But but <laughs> well, but you know what's funny is I feel like this happened while we were all still hanging out. So I, but you might have just missed this whole period of this happening. Yeah. Oh, that sounds serious. I'll be at the bar. Right. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe you were really, really drunk while I was I was such a these. fucking piece of shit yeah. mess, Connie. No, you weren't. Oh, I feel I really was. Oh, no. I was. Oh, let's just talk about it. I was. Did I ever get drunk and hit on you? Um, I don't know. I probably did. Probably. I don't know. I'm, I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love that we're like talking about it now on your podcast <laughs> after all these years. I just hope I didn't say. Are you like making amends? No, I don't think. I mean, if you did, I was probably drunk too. So don't worry about okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had sex, right? We slept together? I wouldn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> if we did, it was not memorable. Even if we were both sober. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not memorable. <laughs> Oh, Steve, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, I, you know what? That I remember. Did you that, date Steve Hardwick? No, I didn't. No. I think I had a crush on Steve Hardwick, though. Maybe that's why his name has stuck I with you for so, so long. I think but I think he dated a friend of mine. I don't know. It's all very vague. But I, I do. there was something. I, think I, I would had love to find out what he's doing now. I know. But you know what's so funny when when you think back on high school things like I go immediately I'm I'm like oh no we can't do that 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 would be so embarrassing no I think it'd be great did you go to any reunions or anything high school reunions yeah no me neither no no but I love my my um my high school friends I still love and adore my Virginia the Virginia. I always thought, because I, you know, I grew up in the small town of Virginia. I was like the my friends from Virginia, those girls from Virginia, were some of the funniest women I ever knew and still are. They're so awesome. Well, that's good. I know, they're hilarious. Well, we'll, uh, maybe someone will track down the the real Steve Hardwick. Mm-hmm. There's probably a couple Steve Hardwicks. I don't think it's a super yeah, there's uncommon pro- name. I'm sure there's one or two. And sure then um, two. we'll figure out this, uh, does this documentary have a name? Lost and Found. Oh, what? I love it! Oh, God damn it! That <laughs> is oh, great! Sorry, I just trademarked that. Oh, oh see? You are such a party pooper. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Well, we're, we're at the end of our hour, Connie Britton. I didn't even get to talk to you about Friday Night Lights, but I'll just sum it up by saying great fucking work. Right, well, even though you haven't seen that either. I saw I, I saw a bunch of episodes. On, the, on a plane? Well, no, no. My girlfriend uh, at the time watched uh, w- watched all of Friday Night Lights at once. Uh, and so I saw a bunch of episodes. What had scared me off of it before is that I Football. hate sports. Me and so, too. And so, but but then everyone See, was I like, "I hate sports and I hate horror." So I do things that involve <laughs> things that I hate. But everyone <laughs> and people's podcasts. Yeah, yeah, I hate <laughs> podcasts. Hate them, hate them. And so, uh, but everyone was like, "It's not about sports. It is not about sports." And they're right. And you were fucking great on the show. Thank you. And uh, uh, and I'm. It's it was it was really cool to go see. It's kind of the. You kind of did the Cranston thing, which he does one type of thing, and then and then his next project is completely yeah. different. <clears throat> I know. I, I well, thank you. That's a huge compliment because I think he's so awesome. But I de- really, really wanted to do that. I really 
because I loved Friday Night Lights so much and I love that character so much. So I really wanted to just go opposite. Mm-hmm. I, and I didn't even know what that was going to look like, but, and so, you know, enter Ryan Murphy, you know, it was so great. Cause that was the first thing that he said to me when we sat down to talk about this, he just was, all he had to do was say, this is going to be different than anything that you've ever done and completely different from what you've just been doing. I was like, Hmm, tell me more. <laughs> but yeah. Tell me a story. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, I will. We'll just go have food and talk more about yeah, your documentary. Yeah. And we won't be on these microphones. I'm going to record everything. Okay. <laughs> From forever. He does that. Okay, it's great. Weird. Great. It's really weird. <laughs> Can't lose a moment. <laughs> all right, uh, Connie Britton, I adore you. Uh, it is wonderful to see you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the thanks, podcast thanks again. For this is me, really Steve. fucking fun. It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Cindy. Huh? Oh, what? Oh, oh, oh that's I turned it around. Game. I know. What did I do? Oh. <sighs> you have that ukulele scar. It's just that f- she's got these four. I know. It's funny. She my was like, hey, my sister with the ukulele. And then I meet Cindy and she just has these four <laughs> lines across her head where the strings were. <laughs> <laughs> Never healed. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. I should t- if you ever do meet her, I, I should tell her to do that. She would do it. She's funny. She's funny. My sister's funny. She's funny. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy. Burritos. Happy Boxing Day. Happy, Happy Boxing Day. Do they know we're Christmas time? Well, tonight, thank God it's them. Oh, <laughs> it's, you go. oh God. Instead of you. And there won't, and harmony, there won't, won't be, be boxes in Africa, Africa this Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody did that thing, though. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Was, everybody was huge. Bob Geldof, Simon Le Bon. Dan yeah. Dan Aykroyd was not in that. I don't care. He was not a <laughs> British rock star. that I want. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd was in that. I mean, if you think about it now, it's so contemptuous. You think so? Yeah. How come? Because it's like so... Well, the point of view is... I like the intention is good. The point of view is very Anglo-arrogant. Exactly. It's it's arrogant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very Anglo-arrogant. It's just sort of like... Going Anglers. going down to, it was going down Angler, to like right. like the, during the Crusades and being like, <laughs> you mean you don't know about Jesus Christ? Right. <laughs> Kill them. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, but obviously, but the intention was good. I think they did raise a lot of money, and I fucking love the shit out of that song. And there was a terrible famine going on at the time. Terrible famine going on at the time. Way better than the Christmas shoe songs, which which I think is the most contemptuous song ever written. Wait, which one? It's that one about the story where the, uh, it's a. That, that can I buy these shoes oh, for my so mama, oh, please? No, oh, was that, that kind of a country song? Just was that a pop song or was that a country song? That was a, it was crap. I, I feel like I only heard that when I was visiting, you know, in small town Virginia and it would be on the radio and I was like, what is this crap? It's no? the most heavy handed. Yeah. Let me congratulate myself. I somehow missed that one, and I'm good. Happy. I'm happy. Yeah, for it's that. no. You see, that's why I think you run would have away, it. run away. It was awful, um, embarrassing. It really was. Don't buy those shoes for that kid. You know, give anonymously, guy who wrote the song. You don't have to fucking trumpet about how you gave some fucking kid a pair of shoes for his dying mom. So, right. Mama. Right? Mama. Right? Well put. Well you know, put. The, 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 right. the, problem, the problem with hating that song is that you could never sit down with a sincere, caring, 
uh, Christian person and explain to them why you think it's terrible. Like, you just sound like an asshole. Like, it's so... And then he fucking well, then, gives yeah, them the yeah, money. Then you're cynical. Then yeah. you're just cynical. It was sort of the conversation I had with my, my stepmother. It was like, but it's a beautiful song. Like, don't you see what they're doing to you? You don't get it. You don't get it, Rebecca. <laughs> oh. That's nice. I'm sure she loves you. <laughs> just imagine your stepmother sure. is Rebecca Black. The girl that sings the Friday song. Rebecca Black? Yeah. Who's Rebecca That's Black? That's what I imagined your stepmom was. Re- Rebecca Hardwick? No, but I just imagined that it's the only Rebecca I could think of. Well, Wait, Matt, that's ridiculous. Uh, this is petering out. But you know what's you know what's weird about what you just Are said? Are we still recording? I yes. thought we said this was over. What, what's yeah. weird about what you Except just said? I'm still is talking that, in the air. What day is it that we're recording? It's Friday. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry that we just put that song in everyone's head. I'm sorry. Uh, Connie Britton, I love you more than words could form. More than words. <laughs> Is <laughs> We're never gonna end. Uh, uh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm supposed to let you have the last word in. I'm bad at that. I almost shut up. You do it. No. You you last word. No. You get the last word. Do it. Your your mouth is closed. Make a word, <laughs> Connie. Make a word, Connie. Okay. I'm, okay. I hit stop. You did not. Ah! <laughs> ah, dumb. You're so stupid. <laughs> You're dumb. That's true. You've hit stop. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of The Nerdist was brought to you by Carbonite Online Backup. Easy, automatic, unlimited backup for your computer files. Try it free for 15 days at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST. This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. From helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever. Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love. Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to Amazon.com backslash Purina.